Crusade Channel News. News you can trust. Because the truth can be trusted. From the Crusade Channel News Desk, here's Janet Huxley. Good morning, Crusaders. Welcome to Thursday, July 27th, 2023. I'm Janet Huxley, reporting for the Crusade Channel News Desk, live from the Dothan Ranch and Farm, south of Kansas City, Missouri. This report is brought to you by the Founders Trading Post, featuring our very own gourmet coffee, Capuchin Dark Roast in whole bean and fresh ground. Start your morning like a crusader with a fresh brewed cup of Capuchin Dark Roast coffee, available at mikechurch.com forward slash shop. Here's what to listen for this hour. Biden orders U.S. to share evidence of Russia war crimes with International Criminal Court. Hunter Biden pleads not guilty after plea agreement falls apart. Justice Department files injunction against Texas over floating border barrier in Rio Grande. And footage of a Black Lives Matter protest in Atlanta quietly removed from Jason Aldean's video. Biden orders the United States to share evidence of Russia war crimes with International Criminal Court. Our political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose reports. Joe Biden has ordered the U.S. government to start sharing information about possible Russian war crimes in Ukraine with the International Criminal Court, a U.S. official familiar with the matter told NBC News on Wednesday. The decision, which was made in recent days and first reported by the New York Times, overrides months of resistance by the Pentagon. Biden previously said that Russian President Vladimir Putin has clearly committed war crimes. The U.S. is not a member of the ICC and the Defense Department had previously blocked efforts to share evidence of war crimes. The Pentagon has had concerns that by working with the ICC, the U.S. could open the door to the prosecution of U.S. troops deployed abroad. The ICC has investigated allegations of U.S. forces and the CIA committing war crimes in Afghanistan. The ICC is headquartered in the Netherlands. Only time will tell if Joe Biden made the right decision. For the Crusade Channel, I'm political affairs correspondent Magdalene Rose. Hunter Biden pleaded not guilty yesterday to federal tax and gun charges after the presiding judge objected to an earlier plea agreement that had linked the two alleged crimes. Hunter received more than $1.5 million in taxable income in 2017 and more than $1.5 million more in 2018, according to an indictment. He was required by law to pay more than $100,000 in income tax for his earnings each of those years, but he did willfully fail to pay the tax. At the July 26th hearing, U.S. District Judge Mary Ellen Norica expressed concerns that Mr. Biden's plea agreement linked tax crimes to resolving felony gun charges. Judge Norica, an appointee from President Donald Trump, said she wouldn't accept the deal in its current form. Following in-court discussions between prosecutors and the defense team about the structure of the agreement, Biden entered a plea of not guilty. The Department of Justice filed a motion for a preliminary injunction against Texas on Wednesday regarding the state's river barriers on the Rio Grande. The DOJ, which seeks to have the river barriers removed within 10 days at the expense of the state, filed the injunction as the case is being litigated. It's a proposed order that it is within the judge's power to accept or reject. The order would prevent Texas officials from adding any additional structures onto the Rio Grande without permission from the United States Army Corps of Engineers. The Army would also coordinate with the state to remove the barrier within 10 days if the proposed injunction is accepted. The DOJ has absolutely skewered the Lone Star State for the floating buoy barrier, arguing 
that it obstructs navigation and is unsafe for both migrants and the environment. Never mind national security. Our quote of the day, the saints did not all begin well, but they ended well. St. John Vianney. And our saint of the day, he was born in the year 275 near the Black Sea, now modern Turkey, a gifted physician with the ultimate power of healing. Coming up, you're listening to Crusade Channel News. Hey, my incorrigible bibliophile bros, if you only have time to read one book this summer, well, then go ahead and read the Holy Bible. But if you have time to read two books, then read The Restoration of Christian Culture by John Senior. And for extra credit, if you have time to squeeze three books in, then add The Destruction of Christian Culture by Mr. Senior. All available in our massive book selection at shop.mikechurch.com. Our saint of the day is St. Pantaleon. He was born in 275 near the Black Sea, which is now modern Turkey. He was a gifted physician with the ultimate power of healing. His father, Eustagoras, recommended him to study under a famous practitioner and physician, and ultimately, he was appointed by Emperor Maximus as his royal physician. Regarded in the West in the list of the late medieval 14 holy helpers, and in the East as one of the holy unmercenary healers, he was a martyr of Nicomedia during the Diocletian persecution of 305 AD. While practicing in court, he met a Christian named Hermolus, who later became his royal advisor and a close friend. Hermolus was the one who instructed him that though the famous physicians of earlier generations knew how to heal bodies, Jesus Christ was a far more magnificent physician, apt to heal not only bodies, but souls by his divine doctrine. And on the way to work, Pantaleon suddenly accomplished extraordinary healing, recovering a child from death following a bite from a viper. Calling for no additional testimony of the power of the Lord, he was baptized and started an uncompromising path of study of his new faith. He treated a blind man, and hearing about his miraculous healing, his father also converted to Christianity. When his father passed away, St. Pantaleon freed all his father's slaves on the inherited estate, traded a big part of his belongings, and spent the money to free slaves and the poor. He treated different sicknesses and quickly became renowned in Nicodemia, growing popular among rival physicians who reported him to the emperor. His opponents asked Pantaleon to give him up to the pagan Roman gods, but he declined, and they sentenced him to torture. Later, he was beheaded in 303. His body was blessed with myrrh and buried on the outskirts of the city. Devotees later translated his remains to Constantinople, where they are revered today. Jason Aldean's Try That in a Small Town music video is six seconds shorter, since the footage of a Black Lives Matter protest in Atlanta was quietly removed. A source close to the situation told the New York Post on Wednesday the footage, which showed confrontations during a BLM demonstration, came from Fox 5 Atlanta. Aldean's record label, BBR Music Group, told TMZ in a statement that the video footage was edited due to third-party copyright clearance issues. The insider confirmed to the Post that Tacklebox Films, the production company behind the video, contacted Fox on May 8th to ask permission to use the affiliate's imagery from a BLM rally. The source claims Fox asked for more information about the song, including its lyrics, but apparently that permission wasn't granted. Send me your tips to Janet at CrusadeChannel.com and stay tuned to the Crusade Channel. With live breaking news updates all day and the best live talk radio anywhere. Up next, the Mike Church Show continues. You're listening to Crusade Channel News. I'm Janet Huxley for the Crusade Channel, seeking news 
and finding truth.